Pete, you in the zone? I'm in the zone. All righty, so let's get down to it. It's deja vu all over again. You stole my, uh, you stole my line. <laughs> that's right. So uh, let's talk uh, probably one of the most famous couples in uh, comic book history. Abby Batman. And, oh, Batman ba- and Robin. No. Batman. Batman and the Joker. The Joker. Okay, yeah, I can do with that. They're, they seem like a little cute couple. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, I think the reason that we're going to do it is, is you know, if you think of like a hero and, and their villain, I mean, that's that's the biggest example right there. Yeah, Batman and Joker. There's very few. I mean, you can you can compare, you know, Superman and Lex Luthor. And quite honestly, I can't think of anybody else. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, maybe the only other one that that I, I would really say is like Professor X and Magneto, but you know, I mean, Superman and Batman are probably the two most famous superheroes <laughs> in the world. You can go anywhere in the world, show somebody a picture of Superman or Batman, they know who they are. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, Superman has Lex Luthor, and you know, I mean, that's that's a great you know hero villain rivalry there, but. I mean, Batman and the Joker, it's just, well, I know, mean, that that's just the biggest example. You know what it is between Joker, well, between Joker and Batman, it's more of wits, battle of wits. And, you know, there's some fighting or whatever else. But like, <laughs> Superman and Lex Luthor it always seems to be like real fisticuffs. Yeah, I mean, Lex Luthor does try to outwit Superman. But, you know, in the end, I mean, Superman pretty much, he kind of relies more on his might than, you know, using his wits or his his intelligence you know and and the thing is is you know no matter which version of batman you look at you know bottom line is i mean he is billed as the world's greatest detective and when you look at really just about any incarnation of the joker i mean the joker's there to like he he wants to try to outwit batman he wants to try to drive batman crazy so yeah it's really you know they don't really have these big knockdown drag out fights it's more it's more of a mental battle between the two of them all right so let's look at the first duo then how about 1966 batman and joker okay well you know i and i think the two of us have talked about this in the past i mean for for us this 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 was our batman our batman show our batman and i'll also say our joker like kind of growing up because this was the first one that we saw adam west and caesar romero um looking at the joker i mean even still to this day caesar romero's joker he's still one of my favorites and you know he's definitely like in my top three i would say um just because even i mean as a kid i didn't get the humor in the camp of the show but even now when I watch it, and um, I'm sure because I think it's like a it's, it's a cable channel that's everywhere. Me TV, Memory Entertainment. You yeah, guys have that? I do have that. Okay, so I watched some of the reruns. And, you know, yeah, it's goofy and it's campy. And he's got the bright purple suit. And, you know, the fact that Cesar Romero refused to shave his mustache. So it's a clown with a mustache underneath the makeup, which kind of cracks me up. But... Even though he he had, and I think maybe next to Mark Hamill, I think he has he has one of the best Joker laughs. Oh, absolutely! And, you know, it's funny you mentioned like the the campiness of it. You know, it was in mm-hmm. that time when we had a lot of campy shows. I mean, Star Trek was campy. Um, oh yeah. You know, I know that people take some some of it really serious, but it was a goof. Yeah, and then you know the monkeys were also in that that time oh, yeah. as well too. So you know, uh, it's it's. It really, even though it doesn't hold up, it's still, 
a great watch, you know? Yeah. And, and when I watched Cesar Romero as the Joker and like, he's kind of camping it up all over the place. There's times though when I really kind of watch it and go, yeah, you know, he's, he's wacky and he's zany and he's got that laugh and he's got the man eating clam and he's going to strap back girl to a rocket and blast her off into outer space like i just kind of detect like like an undertone underneath of it like yeah this guy's kind of psychotic he, he, like out of all those characters that they had on that show all the bad guys villain mm-hmm. ones i definitely felt like he was the most sadistic some of them were like you said can't be like egghead and whatever else but i think mm-hmm. when he especially caesar romero as the mm-hmm. joker i thought that it it took a little put a little seriousness into it the the only other villain I would say that was probably on that same level, and he was also portrayed by a great actor, was when Frank Gorshin did the Riddler. Yeah, like like okay, he and again too, he he had an amazing laugh. You oh, know, I, I couldn't even be, but I I kind of like like, and I know we're getting off topic, but I really don't care. Shocking, we're always <laughs> off topic. <laughs> yeah, but when I would watch that, and even now when I watch it on me TV, and and I see Frank Gorshin's Riddler. He's kind of scary because he's sort of like his character to me was like, I am the smartest man out there. And if you can't match me like uh, on my level intellectually, you don't deserve to live. And I'm I'm going to do something real nasty to you. And then he'd give that that laugh. And I would just be like, I would not want to meet this guy in a dark alley. (laughs) Both of them had great, great laughs, sadistic laughs. I thought, you know, again, campiness, but the show Mm-hmm. certain parts of it those two guys really made the show yeah and speaking of like the laugh there's a somebody took a clip from the movie that they did um where it was batman against pretty much that entire rogues gallery that's such a great and, scene oh my i'm oh, sorry no, go ahead I'll and you know i think okay you know, you know the scene i'm talking about where i guess the penguin tells them to do something and they kind of have like it's like a laugh off like joker does his laugh and riddler does his laugh and they yeah. go back and forth <laughs> That's awesome. That's a great scene. And the other great scene in that movie is just the the hour and a half for him running down the Batman running down the, <laughs> the down the city with the bomb. I just it's so hilarious. Some, some days, some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. Let me say, I'll tell you. You know, you watched. Uh, have you seen the new Justice League movie? Uh, yeah, I did finally watch it. Okay, actually, so yeah, you have that is a joke. It's funny, sad, but the you know sixty six is funny, great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's very very true. Um, but let, let's look let's look at the other side of that coin. Uh, Adam West is Batman. Uh, you you've said that this is your Batman, so yeah, tell us he is. Tell us again, like you said, I grew up with this Batman, um, and as we talk about other Batmans as we go along, um, the camp again the campiness of it and. I wasn't the kid that read the books of Batman. I mean, my mm-hmm. initial, um, you know, my my initial uh, introduction to Batman was Adam West and you know the the Super Friends. I never read the, the Batman comic books. I never knew how, you know, dark it was supposed to be. So you know, when mm-hmm. I first saw this, you know, when I saw the next movie that we're going to talk about, I'm like, wow, what a difference! Never realized it, you know. But Adam yeah. West does a great job as Batman. It's he's funny. Uh, Devin Ayer, I think he does a great Bruce Wayne. Uh, so overall, best Batman. It's got. I mean, he does a great Batman. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and I mean, he's he like again, he he's in my top three, uh, just because that was the first Batman I ever saw, and and le- I think later on when I s- watch it again and I see all the camp, he's like the perfect straight man, just because he is like so straight and narrow in that you know. Um, you know, the scenes like where they're chasing a criminal and it's like, you know, Robin, we have to cross at the crosswalk where we, we shouldn't jaywalk. I mean, it's just I mean, it's it's perfect. And he he played it perfect. Absolutely. I Absolutely. Think, I, you know, I think you could tell on the in the show who mm-hmm. like half half butted it and who really <laughs> took it seriously. Uh, I mean, just the interaction between Adam West and Commissioner Gordon um just it's it's so funny how straight they try to be and how serious it is now again i never really watched any back you know back uh behind the scenes stuff and how they really mm-hmm. took it it just seemed like he's like i'm batman you know before i'm Batman. You know? <laughs> uh, yeah exactly exactly yeah he really i i really think he he really dedicated himself to that role absolutely and uh kind of made a career out of it i mean they did the animated movies uh before he passed away um return return to the bat cave i think it was called and uh you know he and burt ward came back did batman and robin uh julie newmark came back as catwoman in the first one william shatner doing two-face in the second one and yeah i mean it was i i watched them both and uh you know yeah their voices were a little little rough i mean you know they're older but it was it was it was just great it was it was very nostalgic and i loved it 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 was perfect yeah it's a shame because you know i you know we've talked about this before Mm -hmm. uh johnny and i we you know we go to those comic cons and the one that we happened to skip and i think it's because i was sick um Mm -hmm. was adam west and then two months later he passed away and it was just like oh man you gotta be kidding me! I felt so bad because I really wanted to meet the guy. Never got a chance, and so did John. But it was just like, oh my god! Yeah, um, yeah, because that's that's your Batman. Yeah, that's my Batman. And now, like, I'll never get the chance. Maybe one day in heaven. Maybe I'll be his Robin. <laughs> Wait, that didn't sound right. Who's next? <laughs> well, next, uh, you know, uh, well, when they had the big screen debut. Now, of course, '66 they did make a movie, but. The big screen debut, 89 Batman. Was that ever in the theater, by the way, 66? It was in the theater because, oh, yeah, my my parents were, you know, kind of like me. I think this is where I got my film addiction from. They were big film addicts. And, yeah, that was, um, yeah, it was out in the theaters because they both saw it. And, and they said it was kind of, you know, it was it was a real treat. You know, it was very funny, very campy. uh you know, they, they loved it. They okay, loved good. it. All right. Now, now I know. Thank you. You're very welcome. You're so kind. Who's next? Any, any, any time, citizen. <laughs> um, so next is, uh, you know, so they bring Batman back to the big screen, 89. And, of course, you know, it's they're bringing him back. So the villain, the Joker. So we have Michael Keaton as Batman and Jack Nicholson as the Joker. And... Uh, all right, who do you want to start with there, Batman well, or Joker? Let's talk about Michael Keaton because you know mm-hmm. in that time it was 1989, right? So I figured it was filming around 88. You know, that's mm-hmm. he was one of the first comedic actors to start moving towards, and I, I say in this you know serious role because um, 
it wasn't like it was a comedy. You know, you didn't feel that the, when you saw Batman in 89, it was a comedy. It was closer to being a more action adventure, closer mm-hmm. to, not horror, but, you know, that type of genre. Well, I mean, yeah, it was directed by Tim Burton. It had a very dark feel to it. But, I mean, I remember hearing when they said, oh, Batman, they're going to make a Batman movie. And I'm thinking, that's awesome. And it's like, Michael Keaton is Batman. I'm like, what? Mr. Mom? Yeah. Yeah, and I kind of thought for a while, like, like, oh, they're probably just going to rehash, like, 66 Batman, which, eh, it's not a bad thing. But, yeah, like you said, he was sort of, you know, the first sort of comedic actor to sort of say, like, hey, let me try something else here. And, again, I've said it, I, I like him, I liked him as Batman, but to me, he was my favorite Bruce Wayne, hands down. I think he did Bruce Wayne the best, you know, very sort of conflicted, kind of dark. Um, and, and, you know, seeing him very recently in Spider-Man Homecoming as the Vulture, I was like, I know there was kind of talks of, and I know we're really skipping ahead here again, but, you know, sort of saying, you know, hey, maybe, you know, the current Batman, Ben Affleck, let's dump him. And there's there were some kind of talks of, let's bring back Michael Keaton. And kind of, th- I'm thinking, as an older Batman, he could do it because he did it when he was younger. And I mean, you know, I don't think of him as Mr. Mom anymore. So no, the only thing, yeah. I, no, the only thing I thought about in '89 when you know they said Michael Michael Keaton was, I didn't think he was tall enough. Like I, I see Batman as like a six foot five, you know, mm-hmm. juiced up guy. Where you know, <laughs> Michael Keaton was this, you know, he just seemed like he was shorter. You know, it's like, I thought, oh, my God, Tom Cruise is going to be the next Batman. You know? <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he, he definitely wasn't physically imposing. And, you know, the suit he had with the with the muscles kind of not sewn into it. But, you know, th- the way they made that suit look. And uh, I'm sure they did some camera angles to try to make him look a little bit taller. But, you know what? He, he, he pulled it off. He, he pulled off this. Yeah, he pulled off the seriousness as Batman. And, I, and again, he's my favorite Bruce Wayne. So. Yeah, I mean, I think he did a great job of Bruce Wayne. You know, it's because as you see some of these other characters that play him, and then plus the TV show now, you know, he's mm-hmm. he's supposedly like this. You know, he this must have been somewhere in between. How old do you think he was as Batman here? Like 30, <sighs> thirty something, forty something. Late thirties, early forties, maybe. Yeah, yeah. He didn't really come off like as the Playboy Batman that we see in other areas. Sure. You know, he okay. wasn't that stud muffin guy, you know, but <laughs> I thought he did a great job as uh, as Bruce Wayne. I liked him as Batman. I think he was the complete, the most complete probably going forward as we talk. Um, but yeah. Okay. And then you go into the next guy, the guy playing the Joker, uh, mm-hmm. Jack Nicholson, never would have expected to him to be the Joker. Really? I mean, I... When they, when they said, you know, Jack Nicholson is the Joker, I kind of thought for a second... And said, yeah, I could totally see it because, um, you know, for me, I remember him from The Shining, from Prince's uh, Honor, Chinatown, you know, and he's kind of like a pretty <laughs> gruff, uh, rough and tough kind of guy. Um, and he could he could play unhinged. So I was like, yeah, I'm not too surprised there that they picked him. And, you know, again, definitely in my top five. uh 
I th- like when I when I saw it in '89, I was like, oh my god, wow, this this was amazing. But then, kind of seeing some other versions of the Joker later on, I was like, okay, you know, Jack Nicholson did a very very good job, but clearly, as we go forward, we're going to talk about some guys I think that kind of did a better job than him but he definitely he kind of he kind of set the standard i think you know i'll tell you this as we talk about going forward obviously but Mm -hmm. i felt that this jack Jack nicholson played it more of like a mobster joker you know okay he had a he wasn't as sadistic he didn't maybe i'm missing something but i didn't think he was as sadistic i thought he was more of like the mob boss with makeup on but he did, I mean, he did a great job. I just, you know, again, when this movie came out in 1989, I thought of Cesar Romero and the cartoons mm-hmm. that I've seen. So, mm-hmm. and I never, like I said, I read a comic here and there. Um, so, I thought he was, he was good, but I, you know, at that time, great. But as we move forward, I think his, it lessens a little bit. Yeah, I definitely think it lessens. Yeah, and I, I kind of see, I think, I think he did show some sadistic sides. Um, you know, he, this, I mean, remember this was the Joker that basically he, he poisoned like beauty products with his, uh, Joker X or chemical X or whatever it was that he used. Um, and then he also, there was also that scene too, where, uh, he kind of was, he was trying to, uh, woo, uh, Kim Basin, Kim Basinger, who was, um, Vicky Vale. Vicky Vale, yes, she was Vicky Vale in that. And he brings out his former girlfriend and kind of shows how he he mutilated her and he's calling it like a work of art. That's true. Yeah, you good point, good point. And he kills her but, too. And he does kill her, but the other thing too is yeah, a lot of other times too though, he is kind of, you know, yeah, like a mob boss type of like a which which are roles that Jack Nicholson did do. So he he kind of like balanced it out. And like I said, like when I saw it at the time, I was like, wow, this is really good. But yeah, I think we're going to talk about some jokers coming up that, yeah, they really kind of surpassed him. Great job. Don't get me wrong, but I, I definitely think the best is yet to come. <laughs> you know, one last thing about 1989, Batman, it did mm-hmm. have a great soundtrack. Oh, it did. That was Prince. Yeah, it was a great. I'm not a big Prince fan, but mm-hmm. that soundtrack and the music in there, excellent. Yeah, I think out of those, like, uh, the pre-Christian Bale Batman movies. Oh, that's by far the best soundtrack. Oh, I, I think he did the whole thing. I think he Prince did the whole he did. thing. He did do the whole thing. Yeah. R.I.P. Correct us if we're wrong. You tell us, but I'm pretty positive. <laughs> I'm pretty positive he did. Yeah. Okay. So I know we got a couple of Batmans coming up, but before we get to to that, because another pairing of Batman and Joker was Batman the animated series, which. I know you were a huge fan of. I was a huge fan of. So, the Joker in that series. Talk to us about that. Oh God! You know, excellent job. This is Mark Hamill's best performance. Sorry, guys, mm. Star Trek. I really Star Wars. <laughs> Man, I can't Star, like Star Trek. Woo! Um, That's no, okay. <laughs> he his sadistic voice as the Joker. Fantastic! Oh my God! I can't. I mean, he played that just like he played. Uh, Luke Skywalker to the T. I thought he was sadistic. His laugh was great. Great. Um, and then when he ter- brought it under the real screen with the trickster, you could all feel it. The same, you know, you could tell, right? 
that he mm-hmm. was the Joker, this evil, sadistic dude. Yeah, I think he kind of took a little bit of what Cesar Romero did with some wackiness and campiness, but kind of had that because his Joker, he would sort of be like, you know, oh, Batman and this and that. And then he would lower the voice and like really deliver some lines. And it's like, yeah, this this is like this is the Joker. Like he's joking. He's making jokes and saying wacky stuff at one at one point and then like turn of a dime he is he is psychotic oh my god yes yeah and yeah and mark hamill i mean i actually like in the beginning i didn't know that that was mark hamill and when i found out later i was like wow you know absolutely amazing and then yeah we see we do see mark hamill in uh the early 90s uh in the the first flash on tv he was the trickster he came back in the cw flash as as the same character and his son is there and even though he's kind of you know people could say like oh it's just like a dumbed down version of the joker i don't think so and i definitely think it's it's two distinct it's two distinct characters yeah absolutely it's just they're yeah i mean absolutely it's they're definitely two distinct but mark hamill does both of those very well just a oh, quick question about the trickster. I know we're not sure. talking about him. So he's Go in the nineteen the nineteen nineties Flash, which happens to be yes. my, my favorite Flash series. Uh, okay. T- completely. And then he's <laughs> back in the new one. How do they explain the uh, the Flash there? Yeah, you know that's the thing is they really don't because when they first show him uh and the the trickster his real name his real name is uh james jesse yeah um and when uh detective west joe west is kind of like bringing them all up because he's like oh yeah i remember the trickster when he came out and they're bringing up sort of like uh pictures of him it's it's the pictures from the original tv show they just kind of say like yeah he terrorized central city back in the day and thank god we locked him up like no mention of the flash at all and of course john wesley ship played the flash then in the cw he was barry west's uh barry west oh god he was barry allen uh barry allen's dad and earth three's flash is jay garrick so it's just like Wow, you know, wrap your head around that for a second. <laughs> yeah, really, seriously. Sorry, I didn't mean to go off oh, on, on a tangent about the fly, uh, the trickster, but anyway. So, yeah. our next combination of, you want to go to the combination of the Joker and Batman again? Uh, we could do that, but, you know, like I said, we're, we're talking about both characters. So, kind of between that and the ones coming up, we did have a couple of Batman, Batmen in there. Uh Val Kilmer and uh, what's his face there? That George guy, Clooney, that, that decent looking guy, I guess. I yeah, kind of average looking guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, just real quick, like, what were your thoughts on on the two of them as Batman? Right, well, I'll go to George Clooney first. I thought George Clooney was a okay. great Bruce Wayne. He had the look. Um, okay. You know, he had the swag. Um, <laughs> I think he was putting a, the movie again. It was a bad movie. Um. As Batman, he was okay. I thought he had the build for it, but I just wasn't wasn't buying it. And I, th- I think it was the whole movie in general. Chris O'Donnell as Robin, uh, the bad guys, uh, the the villains, the whole movie was just like ah. Uh. But as a Bruce Wayne, I thought he did a really great job. I mean, 
Yeah, he would definitely have the look of a Bruce Wayne, like that rich, you know, good looking playboy type of guy. But yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was from start to finish. It was a bad film. I mean, Uma Thurman and, and Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, Schwarzenegger's camping it up all over the place. Uma Thurman is Ooh. doing whatever. Oh, she was good. At that. <laughs> I mean, I liked well, I like Uma Thurman, but I think it was kind of a um, part of it. I thought was, you know, they're trying to honor 66. Uh, OK, maybe not on purpose, but, you know, you did have that. That similarity where the cat with the bad guys were like, you know, so over the top. Oh yes, very over the top, especially yeah. Schwarzenegger. Oh, it's yeah, he 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 definitely was. I don't know. I think it was a fact that Batman Forever was really bad, and they thought, okay, how many big names can we pack into this movie, and maybe people will go see it? Because I well, I just uh, well, Batman God. for for never. Uh, should never be on television ever again. Um, oh God! Val Kilmer, I didn't like him at all in anything. You know, I, I am not a big Val Kilmer fan in general. But okay, as Batman, again, the best part of that movie was Nicole Kidman, and as long as the sound was <laughs> off, it was fine. Um, but the rest of the movie was, I mean, Jim well, Carrey was... as the Riddler was, he was exactly over the top, over the top. Um, Tom, Samuel uh, Samuel Jones. I'm gonna do it again. Tommy Jones. <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones. Uh, he yeah. just did not seem like he fit in that movie. I, and I I I mean that movie to me, Batman Forever, should just be called the Jim Carrey Show because mm -hmm. he's like in every scene. It's and I think the reason people don't think of Val Kilmer as a great Batman is because if you think about it, he's hardly in the movie. It's the Jim Carrey Show. He he takes <laughs> it over. He's you know whipping and wowing and doing whatever you know it's like ace ventura that's telling riddles like i like i'm telling you at some point i thought he was gonna like bend over and talk out of his butt like he did in ace ventura and be like riddle me this batman i'm yeah, like it was ace ventura with batman in it you know that's what it kind of was with, with kind of batman in it <laughs> now I, I now i don't know if you if you if you ever heard this um and I don't know if it was right before they made Batman Forever or sometime when they started making the Batman films. Uh, Robin Williams was like lobbying hard. He wanted to be the Riddler. And he was begging and pleading and lying and cheating and stealing. And Joel Schumacher. Lim limousine driving. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, airplane flying. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but for whatever reason, Joel Schumacher just did not like him and was sort of like, hey, Robin Williams, I'm going to make Jim Carrey the Riddler. Oh, and I'm going to pay him the most amount of money anybody because I think Jim Carrey got like 20 million dollars for that role. So he's sort of like he's sort of like, you know, he's like, hey, Robin Williams. And he puts up like two middle fingers and he's like, I hired Jim Carrey and I'm paying him 20 million. I you think, know, s deal with that, man. <laughs> I think Robin Williams is lucky he didn't make that movie. I think oh, that, absolutely. Again, Jim Carrey was in his height of, uh, you know, fameness. His movies were all over the place, right? <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. If, if it was Robin Williams as the Riddler, maybe with the Michael Keaton Batman, it might have worked. It might have worked, but but again, it's like, just just I actually kind of the the other night I actually you know went to on demand i found it and i started and i was just like oh, oh my god i'm like it's, it's to yourself 
it's I just you know because I figured hey, we're going to talk about it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, we're going to talk about it. It's going to come up. Let me just and I'm like, it just it was like it was like a, a Jim Carrey stand up special. Yes. Now here's here's something that was interesting, and you don't really see this really in any other Batman movie with any of the villains. Jim Carrey's Riddler, he had costume changes. He had like three or four different costumes. He did. Yeah, he had like the green suit, then he had like a white suit, then he actually had like the suit jacket, and I'm like, he's he's got costume changes. What what the heck's going on here? I, you know, he had the one suit where he wore the hat, where he look, actually looked like the Riddler. Yeah, it wasn't for like the red hair. Maybe he might be a little bit. He could, he has the look, but he definitely doesn't have the the talent to play the, the Riddler. <laughs> No, no, and it's like you know, it's like tone it down, man. Like he, he can play Andy Kaufman, but he cannot play the Riddler. It's just not absolutely. Working. It's just not working. Ace, Ace Ventura, yes. Riddler, no. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All righty. So I think uh, the next sort of pairing. Wow, this is a good one because we got Christian Bale as Batman and Heath Ledger as the Joker. So when you saw The Dark Knight and you saw Heath Ledger as the Joker. What, what were your thoughts? <laughs> My thoughts were, this is the guy. He did, yeah. I mean, sadistic. By this time now, I've read comic books, okay? Mm-hmm. I started reading my comic books in the 30s. Um, you know, I'm reading the comic <laughs> books. I'm seeing the real Joker. And Heath Ledger, I, well, he's like, he was like Daniel Day-Lewis. I mean, he, he basically stays in the, in the part his entire time he's doing the movie, right? But yeah. he really took the ball and ran with it with with the joker sadistic he's got that crazy smile the crazy laugh the crazy look it was best joker i hate to say it, best joker that we're gonna probably ever see probably ever I, see. I, yeah i couldn't agree more i mean he you know like i said i think way back when jack nicholson kind of like set the standard and heath ledger like took that raised the bar about a hundred feet like don't even try don't even try to top him because i mean he just took it in such a different i mean you know when you see him on screen you you you, i mean i kept saying to myself i'm like that can't be heath ledger that's that's not like transformed absolutely even the voice like his voice yeah like, you ever wonder how I got these scars? I'm like, that's not Heath Ledger. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> you know, it's... He and he, just he was so versatile as a char- as a, an actor, not to get off the Joker part. But you ever see The Patriot? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Two of his best parts. I mean, I, I wasn't sure going into it about Heath Ledger. Now, at that point in time, he had died before the movie was, was released. Right, yeah. And I'm thinking, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, we got a new Batman, another... Batman. It's like the fifth Batman in four years. <laughs> um, and Keith Ledger, who I'm like, uh, we'll see. Knocked me over. Knocked oh. me over. And I yeah. saw I saw that movie in uh, in California with John when we were on mm-hmm. our one of our fat guy trips. And right. we both walked out of there saying, Whoa, you know, that was a great choker. Yeah, actually the first time I saw that movie, I actually saw it with my father in law. And like he, he he normally he's he's a very quiet guy. And when we came out of that theater, he he couldn't stop talking. He was blown away. He was just like, how did he 
do it. It was absolutely amazing. Like it it was just, he he just did. I I didn't expect it. And I think he really, go ahead. No, go ahead. Finish. Sorry. I was going to say, I think he really captured the essence of the Joker, which is just, he is so far gone. He just doesn't care. Like he, he wasn't doing it to like, oh, I'm going to kill Batman or I'm going to get millions and millions of dollars or I'm going to become fa- he's just I want chaos in the world. And here you go. And and that's and, and, and it was like played to perfection by Heath Ledger. I think what they, they did this. Whoever, who did this movie again? Who, who, who wrote this? Oh, this is um, Christopher Nolan. Nolan Christopher, right? Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. By this time. So this is the third Batman movie with Christian Bale. Second, the second one. Oh, it's the second. Oh, mm-hmm. you're right. It's the second one. So they, yeah. in the first one, they really established Batman. This second movie, they could have called it the Joker, in a good way, versus the Riddler with uh, Jim Carrey. Exactly. I mean, he really took the role, ran with it, and he won an Oscar for it too, his best supporting actor. He, yeah, yeah, he did. And I actually, I kind of feel bad because the other, don't forget, there's another villain in that movie. And that's, you know, Aaron Eckhart as as Two-Face, who I feel he really captured the essence of Two-Face. But it's like, I mean, do you even remember him in the movie? Because, you know, like you said, it was the Joker show pretty much. And, you know, and I think and I actually think they did a good job. Like they didn't try to like, like let's really force two like you hardly see Two-Face in it. You, you didn't really need to see him too much because. It, it, it was it was the Joker show pretty much, well, and it was. I have to be honest with you. After the first Batman movie with Christian Bale, I was mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, I wonder if they're really going to make another one. I, I didn't like mm-hmm. the first one versus the next two. Right. I thought it was better than obviously the other movies that came ahead of it. It was probably on par with '89, but when they put, mm-hmm. when they did this Joker movie, and I call it the Joker movie. Um, yeah. It was. I'm like, oh, they got to do another one now, and it's a shame that he da- he passed away. But yeah, Aaron Eckhart actually does a great job as Two Face too, and definitely better than Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Because I don't. I, I again going back to that movie, I feel like Tommy Lee Jones was like, like you know, I needed a I need a couple more you know zeros in my bank account there. So how much are you going to pay me to do this role? No problem. Um, I mean, Aaron Eckhart really captured Eckhart, sorry, to me. That's name. Yeah, he really Aaron captured. That's... <laughs> Close enough. Um, I mean, but he really captured the essence of like Two Face, and you know, I mean, just just like what happened to him, you know, with with Rachel Dawes dying and him becoming disfigured, and just his his whole like his whole world is just shattered, and you know, yeah, here he emerges Two Face, and it was he kind of came and went. Because I mean, you, you, you just couldn't compete with Heath Ledger on screen. It was just, it was like I was like, more, more, give me more. I want more Joker. <laughs> so now, as for Batman and Christian Bale, I this mm-hmm. is probably the best three versions of the best um, transition of of Batman because you can, mm-hmm. you see kind of Christian Bale's a younger guy, he's good yeah. looking. You see the drunken, spoiled millionaire part of him. Then you see the the real serious Bruce Wayne of him, and mm-hmm. I think he pulls off both parts really well. I really think he does. I mean, he's. I mean, as Batman. I mean, granted, 
you know, he's, 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 I'm not going to say, look, I'm not going to say he's a small guy because he could probably kick my butt, but, he's um, a mean man. He's a mean man. <laughs> oh yeah. We've, we've heard the tapes, you know, don't, don't, don't bother him when he's on set. That's right. Um, <laughs> but I mean, he's, and he's also the type of actor, like if he's got to be a Batman, he'll get in shape to be Batman. Um, he did that one movie called the machinist where, he had to play a guy that basically had insomnia and never slept and he lost like he, he got down to like like 120 100 like he looked like a skeleton like he will like you want him to be big and muscular he'll do it you want him to be like uh, a prisoner of war who weighs like 90 pounds he'll do it i think he won an uh, oscar for that didn't he i he might have if he didn't he should have <laughs> i'll be honest the only, the only exposure i had to christian bale mm-hmm. is newsies and i love newsies yeah, and he, you know what? Not for nothing. Like I remember watching that, you know, not knowing who he was, and then seeing it again, going, "Man, what can this guy not do?" Yeah. You know? But I mean, I think he was a physically, he was a great Batman, and I still say I loved Michael Keaton as Bruce Wayne, but he does a great job because he's he's good looking guy. Mm-hmm. He there's the scenes where he's really playing the Bruce Wayne, where he comes in with like five women on each arm, and he's like, you know, partying it up. But he's also a pretty serious guy. So I think he's, like, to me, he's, like, if you want to say, like, who who would be the complete package, uh, I'm going to go with Christian Bale. See, that's a shit. Like, yeah, you're right. The one thing that Michael Keaton doesn't have, he's the ugliest out of all the Batmans that they had. If you really. I don't know that Clooney guy, though. I don't know. Is he uh, really that good looking? Fuck tooth bastard. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I mean, no, yeah, yeah. You're right. I mean, Christian Bale, really nails it down yeah yeah i think he's yeah he he was definitely a good one um all right so moving along they haven't really been seen together uh okay suicide squad very very briefly but yeah a couple of small be- scenes there's no relationship building that in this new set of movies at all no not not really and who knows what's going to happen because there's already talks of somebody else playing the Joker, maybe a new Batman. But, you know, look, right now we have Ben Affleck. Affleck. Uh, you know, he's Batman. And the latest Joker, Jared Leto. I don't know. Where do you want to start with these guys? <laughs> he, okay, well, we'll start with Jared Leto because yeah. we've seen a lot more. Of, I don't, Maybe not a lot more of him, but um, he... It's not horrible. Yeah. It's not great i mean he's definitely got he he's too good looking to be the joker does that make sense okay all right he doesn't look sadistic i mean he looks he had the look with the face and the the tattoos and everything he didn't have that like his hair was too he wasn't the the typical joker does that make sense okay it does yeah i i mean i think that i think the thing that really ruined it for him i hate to say was well <laughs> there was that i mean he's coming after he i mean you, you're following that heath ledger performance i mean i, I don't know why any actor would want to try to even come after that it's rough it's it's rough, it's rough and it's i felt like he was like okay let me try to do something unique but I, like I, he, I i just felt like first of all i felt like he couldn't win it's like you know what when they say like, okay, Suicide Squad's coming out, and and we're gonna have a new Batman, and we're gonna have a new Joker, I'm like, I'm still thinking of Heath Ledger. So good luck to whoever that's gonna be. 
I think and, he had the sadisticness though. That, did I say he didn't or did? Uh, well, you just said he did. So well, he did. There you go. I, I mean, <laughs> he was crazy, but he I was just, crazy. I, I just, I, I, I think he was stuck in a. I hate to say, well, I don't want to put the explicit warning on this, so I'm going to say he was stuck in a really poo movie. I mean, well, Suicide Squad was good. Other than I thought that it was, was? The, I thought it was better than the other pieces of garbage they put out there. Besides really? Wonder Woman, it's Wonder Woman, Suicide Squad. I can't think of anything else. After that. I don't know. I mean, I, 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 I think know. if they would have cut I, out the Joker pieces, I really thought the movie was pretty decent. Uh, I don't know. I I I, I mean, I I was kind of looking forward to it, and then as I'm watching it, I was really like, I was, I I I don't know. I felt like they they had done more with the Joker, and then when the movie when they got ready to release it, they cut a lot of it out. Um, and I'm telling you, I'm probably gonna get killed for this. I love the character of Harley Quinn. I don't know with Margot Robbie. I don't know. It's like I'm she was she was so back and forth with it. I was like, you know, sometimes she's like, "Oh, Mister J," and then she's just like not doing that, and then she's kind of crazy. Then she's kind of not. Well, and... I mean, you kind, of, but she is kind of like that, though. I, I, yeah, but I I don't know. I just. And I'm not, I mean, I hate to, I'm not a big Margot Robbie fan in general. Oh, I, I, I just... like her a lot. I go around to her. But yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but you don't like my style, uh, my opinion on women anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my wife I is lovely, I... by the way. <laughs> oh, okay. Absolutely. <laughs> so is yours. <laughs> absolutely. Thank you. Um, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I just, I, I mean, halfway through the movie, I'm just like, what? I, I, I didn't know what I was watching, and and don't get me started on the Enchantress with her like her power apparently is disco dancing oh, and that's, lights that's the come out behind that her. That thing is awesome. I'm like, what is like? That's her power. She just ooh, let me sway. I'm Shakira. Look, I'm swaying my hips. I'm like, what what are we doing here? Let me tell you something. <laughs> if someone said to me, "Would you want to watch Back to the Future or Suicide Squad?" I'm gonna watch Back to the Future. Uh, uh, yeah, okay, I was I was getting real worried there. <laughs> we've we're since we've been having this conversation, we've yeah. learned one thing about these combos and these Batman. Okay, I think a lot of it is based on the stuff that they were put in front of them to do. The act, not the acting, the writing, all that stuff. I think kind of hurts all these guys as being Batman. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, you know. I felt that Val Kilmer never got a chance to be Batman because we're getting 90% of the thing is Jim Carrey. Yeah. Uh, I mean, George, I mean, the, the Batman and Robin movie was, it was a disaster from start to finish. Could, could he have been a good Batman? I really don't know. I'll tell you what the best um, thing about that movie was that for Batman forever. Burger mm-hmm. King had the glasses with all like the pictures on it and stuff. Okay. Great collectible. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, hey, look, you you, fi- you found a bright spot with it, so very very All right. light bright. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, absolutely, and I feel like with with uh, Jared Leto as the Joker, I mean, I I don't know, like I mean, like I said, I had heard that in Suicide Squad there was supposed to be a lot more, they were supposed to really flesh that character out a lot more, and they 
hacked away so much at it that what you kind of see on screen looks all hacked up. Yeah. And Ben Affleck is as Batman. I mean, in Dawn of Justice and and in Justice League, I, I think it's because listen, as Batman, I kind of like him as I see him as like he's the older, like he's been doing he's been Batman for. 15 plus years 20 years you know and he's like he's real it's really kind of hardened him he had a good look i i think he did i really when i first saw dawn of justice i was like i don't know i don't know what and and some of those scenes with him were pretty good and then i just think the writing and everything kind of got to it and i was like uh you know he he did what he could with it um same thing, I mean, in Justice League, it was like, yeah, again, it, it was Batman in a really, you know, even Batman couldn't save that movie. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Batman can do anything. <laughs> so if, going forward, we know we're going to have more movies. We know this is going to be at least another Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, out of the ones they've mentioned, I, I've heard, like, um, Jake Gyllenhaul. Uh, who else have I heard? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, uh, I can totally picture him right now. Now uh, the Mad Men guy, not Mad Men. Oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know what you're talking about. Um, shoot. Oh god, I'm totally blanking on his name. Well, in general, if you had to fill, if you're doing the next movie, you're gonna have the same Wonder Woman. You're gonna have the same Superman. You're gonna have the same Flash. You're gonna have the same Aquaman. Who are you putting in this Batman? Who's the best fit for Batman? I mean. <sighs> You know, I mean, I don't see why they would give up on Ben Affleck. I mean, I he's kind of grown on me as this new Batman or or, or the latest the Batman. Question, Does he want to do it? And yeah. and and again, you know, like you said, if we don't put him in a good story, it doesn't really matter who we get there. I mean, sure. I think I think he for what he was given in, in the two movies that we saw, I think he did the best he could with it. I think if he, if it was written better, I think he would do a really good job. I don't see why we wouldn't keep okay. him. I, I kind of like him let still. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Do, we, do we, as a, a pop culture podcasting, you know, us and our brothers on the other on the other channel, um, mm-hmm. are we, do we rip this apart based, based on because what we see with the Marvel movies? Or are we, are we giving it a fair shake? I try to give it... When I watch it, I really try to give it a fair shake because... To me, the DC heroes are the heroes that I really grew up with. Me too. I mean, be- before I found out about the X-Men and the Avengers and the Fantastic Four, it was it was the Super Friends. It was Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman. I mean, I mean, these are really the heroes that I grew up with. They were the first comics that I read. And the way I look at it, like I really don't read comics anymore. But you know, my daughter does. I mean, my you know, my house is like it's a comic book shop. I mean, uh, it's comics everywhere. I got plenty to give to you later on. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, buy me a storage space. Um, she uh, she she reads a lot of stuff, but she she reads just about almost every DC title. So now you know why I got a ton of comic books in my house. Yeah. Um, and she'll she'll kind of fill me in on what's going on, and it seems like in the comic world. DC is kicking butt. Uh, animated movies, I mean, they are. I mean, I don't know if Marvel even bothers to put out animated movies, and and they kick butt there. And you know what? You and I, we love the CW shows, um, some more than others, but I think they do a really good job there. 
they can't make a movie to save their lives. And, right. it, and it kills me. And well, it know, kills me. And I, okay. Go ahead. No, you first. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Nope. Go it's ahead. Be, I tap be, out. It's going to be dead air. Dead air. Dead air. No. So <laughs> as a kid, you know, I never really, like my only um, experience with Spider-Man, remember the old TV show, Spider-Man? Sp- like that? No, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Not the cartoon, but yeah. the, the other one with the, the first live action one that they did. Oh, where he was climbing up the side of the building, but he was really crawling along the... Yeah, I know which one you're yeah. talking so, about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, my expectations... Like when I like I said when I was a kid, that's, I didn't really watch Marvel. I watched Batman, Super Friends, you know, and then like the G.I. Joes and all that stuff of the world. So mm-hmm. maybe I see these other sh- movies differently than a lot of other people because I thought they weren't... Am I going to go, you know... I'm not going to go buy them on DVD, but if I see them on TV, I may stop and watch it. Where Marvel, I'm like, I got to get every single one. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, the thing is, is you know, I mean, this is this is how I know that Marvel does a great job with their movies. Uh, first one to come out, 2008, Iron Man. Um, I'm totally pumped because I'm like, wow, Iron Man, this is great. Oh, you know, Robert Downey Jr. is going to be Tony Stark. Perfect casting. My wife and daughter come with me. Um, my daughter kind of has an idea who my wife has. She has no clue who Iron Man is, what he is, this and that. She's like, is he friends with Batman? I'm like, you know, no, not really. No. Marvel, <laughs> DC. I'm not even getting into it. She has watched all the Marvel movies. She loves them. Granted, part of the reason she likes it is she loves seeing Chris Hemsworth as Thor. She loves seeing Chris Evans as Captain America. But she really likes the movie. She really enjoys them. And she can kind of follow the stories. So it's like a, a, somebody who knows nothing of comics, loves the Marvel movies. Uh, you know, we watch the DC movies. And I'm talking about the new batch, not the old, you know, Christian Bale and all that. Yeah, yeah. Like these latest ones. Loved Wonder Woman. And that was about it. Like we came out of some of the other ones. Like we came out of Suicide Squad. She's asking me a million questions because she's like. I don't get it. Why did this happen? And why did that? And who was this? And who was that? And I'm like, I, uh, how do I explain it? <laughs> so another, another, another topic for another day, but I want to, I want to hash this out with you a little bit. Um, sure. Okay. So, you know, Batman is probably the coolest DC character, right? Oh yeah. Okay. He, he is the Tony Stark of Marvel, right? I mean, yeah, there's always that comparison, you know, the rich playboys, the gadgets. Yeah, absolutely. So who's the Joker of Marvel? Who's the Joker of Marvel? I mean, that's the thing is... They don't have it like that? Is it? I don't think they really, you know... I mean, and that's always... And that's that's kind of one thing that people criticize about the movies is, like, they don't really... Like, they have, like, good villains... I mean, I think DC, you know, they, they have some pretty well-known villains and some pretty established villains. You know, you I, I like Spider-Man has his his gauntlet of characters that he has to fight. Uh, right. Captain America. I mean, he. I mean, he, he has he's the, the Red Skull. Yeah, he's the, he's the man. OK, Batman and Captain America, are the man's the bands. <laughs> They're the two greatest characters out of both of these two genres just want to throw it out mm-hmm. there but yeah i i marvel doesn't have that joker batman relationship anywhere 
No, and, and I said like uh, like the the closest one that I could come to, and it's it's really I mean I think it's a stretch is like Professor Xavier and Magneto, and even that's like uh, you know because because they, they're so like associated with one another, but I don't think the relationship's the same as like the Batman and and Joker relationship. Right, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a uh, I'm gonna make a a statement here, and you tell me what you think. All right, DC mm-hmm. is the 1980s version of wrestling where Marvel is more of the, the, the newer version the you know, the wrestling that we watched the nineties and two thousands. Okay. The eighties where you had the good guy, bad guy, good guy, bad guy, where Marvel there's blurred lines. Uh, okay. I, I, I can kind of, I can kind of get behind that statement. I mean, I think, I mean, I, I think before all these movies and everything, I was I was really, you know, late 80s, all through the 90s, I was mostly reading Marvel. And they just dropped off yeah. big time. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, like I said, you know, these DC heroes for me, they were they were really the first heroes that I followed. So, well, yeah, I mean, you, you don't have anybody else like Batman. And just to sum things up, the best Batman movie-wise, Christian Bale? Mm. I would say, yeah, Christian Bale, because I, I really think he, he was the complete, he was he was a very good Bruce Wayne. He, he's a great Batman. Uh, Batman Begins was, was, was a good movie, but Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises, wow. I mean, he, I mean, he was very lucky in the fact that he had two great movies and one pretty good movie. Um, but look, I mean, look, look who else was in these movies with him. Uh, you have Gary Oldman as Commissioner Gordon. I mean, you know, Commissioner Gordon is a pretty, you know, that's, that's another relationship, you know, Batman and Commissioner Gordon. You have Gary Oldman in that role. And of course you have Bruce Wayne, Batman and Alfred and Michael Caine, hands down, my favorite Alfred, like the, the tough guy, former British military, you know, telling it like it is Alfred loved it. So well, I, it's it's just complete for me. My favorite <laughs> Alfred is obviously the '66 one, but mm. if I had to go anywhere else, I think the one on Gotham, uh, John, and I can't remember his last name. His dad was mm. a doctor, uh, a Doctor Who. Uh, he's a great. I think he's a great one too. And oh, I, he he absolutely is. Yeah. And I feel yeah. really bad for the one that was in the the mix with uh, Michael Keaton and all those guys because he had Batman's changing all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he really really couldn't stay consistent. Okay, so um, best Batman yeah. is Christian Bale. Is he still for me? The, yeah, is he the best Bruce Wayne? I still I I I kind of really he's like a number two, number two Bruce Wayne. To I still say Michael Keaton did the best job as Bruce Wayne. Okay, I kind of like I like I mean the one thing they all do <laughs> they all do Bruce well Bruce Wayne pretty good. Uh, I'm gonna stay with Affleck. I think Affleck does a great Bruce Wayne. I mean, he, I think he does too, because he, like I said, he does the, that older sort of like you know, like he's been seeing all this horror and crime in Gotham for he's close fifteen to the, twenty plus years. He's closer to the Batman from Batman Beyond the cartoon. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's kind of the cranky old man. Uh, no, again, uh, warning. 1966 mm-hmm. is the best of everything, but we're going. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we we both agree that Keith Ledger is 
hands down the man. Yeah, hands down, hands down, absolutely. And we, absolutely. we can't think of anybody now that would even remotely get close to him. No, I think it's. I can't think of anybody. I really, I, I really couldn't think of anybody. Wow, we I really could. A lot today. <laughs> absolutely. Man. <sighs> who, would place, who would do Marty McFly? Marty McFly and Doctor and Doc Brown as Batman and the Joker. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> that'd be a really sad movie. Um, that would be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we, what did mm-hmm. we learn today? Probably nothing. <laughs> no, but we had fun doing it. <laughs> That's right. So remember, guys, you're listening to us. Enter the Nerd Zone with J and P. Yes. And some upcoming stuff from us. We're going to be talking some more wrestling. We got Harry Plopper. WrestleMania is coming. WrestleMania is coming. We got Harry Plopper um, and a whole bunch of other stuff. And one of the things that Jay and I talked about offline, you we, we talk about 1966 Batman. What mm-hmm. do we talk about their villains? Oh, yeah, because they are some great and not so great villains. Yeah, that that's, that's a whole episode. Uh, entirely, absolutely. Yep. And coming soon, very soon, will very be soon. our website. Yep. And we'll plug that when we're actually physically able to let you look at it. Uh, yep. So make sure you keep an eye on that one. <laughs> yeah. And in the meantime, of course, you know, you find us here on Anchor. Uh, Anchor has that great call in feature. So please call in. Let us know uh, what you want to hear. Let us know how we're doing. Uh, you find us on iTunes, rate and review us, uh, Google Play, Overcast, Pocket Cast. I think that's about it for the casting. That's all the casting. Anywhere. <laughs> yep. Uh, enter the Nerd Zone. You find us on Instagram. So uh, we post pictures of the stuff we talk about. Occasionally I will do a poll. Uh, so, yeah, reply there. Respond there. Let us know how we're doing. Um, and and again, our- you know. Yep, go ahead. No, no yeah, you got Yeah, don't I was going to say. Yeah, don't forget our friends John and Alan uh, over at the Nerd and Me. Yep. And uh, we, between the four of us, we got pop culture covered, baby. That's right. No, <laughs> no need to go anywhere else. That's right. No need. So None. anyway. Yes. Same bad time. Same bad channel. Christian Bale, Adam West, Michael Keaton, uh, George Clooney, all you guys. You know who you are. Don't sue us. Bye, Jay. Bye.